Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rosh Lowe, who is a former child star and now a news reporter in the Miami area who has helped many shluchim in the area of the art of communication. And today we'll be discussing some practical tips to help shluchim with their delivery, with your speeches, and your overall communication. Before we get started, I would like to say thank you, Ross, for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help shluchim have more hatzlach on their shluchas. We appreciate your time. My pleasure. Before we continue, I would also like to thank our sponsors. I would like to thank Svasman Jewelers, the Smetana Group, Gift Card Zen, and Ohana Pay. Thank you for making the Shluchim podcast. Thank you for making the podcast available to all Shluchim. So let's get right to it. Rosh, you have so much experience in this area, um, and uh, I, I'm just curious how you even got into helping Shluchim with the, the, their uh, their communication. How did that all begin? I, I really am a firm believer that God gives each of us gifts, and this is a gift that I've had since I was a young child to be able to connect with an audience. And you have a gift, then you try to help others out. I mentioned that I've been communicating since I was a, really a, a baby, really. Um, when I was nine years old, I made my Broadway debut in Maine with Angela Lansbury. My father took me uh, on an open audition and that really launched a, a lengthy career in the theater where I was in numerous productions. And my father was a major influence in my life, not only in introducing me to the Broadway stage, but later he met the Rebbe and, and it started a whole uh, religious life for us, which, which brought me back to uh, your original question of, of helping others is, is that I think it's our obligation. Uh, to help people out. I, I speak at numerous Chabad houses about my own journey from uh, being a, a very secular uh, Broadway baby to becoming one of the only uh, Shabbat uh, uh, observant Jews in, in, in the country who, who's a television reporter. And what I have noticed is that the ability to speak, the ability to connect changes lives. Now, when it comes to public speaking, oftentimes people say, oh, I can do it, uh, you know, I can sit and, and I can just, I don't, I don't need a lot of help. And what they find is they get up there and they kind of ramble and they, and they kind of meander and they finish speaking and you actually really, actually really feel bad because they miss a golden opportunity to impact lives. And if you're on shulkas out there and you're really in the business of not only fundraising, but you're in the business of impacting lives. And if you do not work on your speaking, I'd go as far to say that you're not doing your job because part of your job is connecting with the audience. Wow. When you say it in that way, um, it makes me want to, to learn more about uh, how I could communicate better with uh, my own community members. So, could you share some – I know we, we're, we're limited in time. It's, uh, the, the podcast is always 15 minutes, but I'm sure you could give us some really practical tips or just give us an insight of what you mean by 
having an impact on people when you when you get up and speak with them and connecting with them? What is that all about? It's understanding what are the needs of your audience. And I'm not going to give all my secrets away during this podcast, but I'll give the general viewpoint of what I mean by that. Is when you're speaking before an audience, you have to know what is their need. You know, it's interesting. When I speak at different Chabad houses, I, I always talk to the, to the Shliach there. What is the need in your community? Because needs are different in different communities. Uh, some communities have specific issues that they need to deal with, and others have, have different issues. And, and it goes even further than that. If you're looking to impact one particular person who's in that audience that night, what is their need? When I was a, a young child, I, I asked somebody who, who I worked with once, how do you know if you're acting correct, correctly? And they said to me, imagine a string that goes from you, the performer, to the audience member. Now, when you're on a Broadway stage, you can't see the audience. So I say, how, how, how does that work? He said, it's an invisible string. But when you feel joy, when you feel emotion, they feel joy, they feel emotion. When you feel pain, they feel pain. But you've got to really feel it. So proper speaking comes down to two things. It's structure and it's performance. It's structure and it's performance. And both things need to be worked on. The structure is the basic outline of your speech, and I have, specific, I have a specific structure that I developed. And then performance is how do you deliver the speech. And, and, and those are things like intonation. Those are things like building up the drama with your voice. Uh, those are things uh, of body language. So it's two, it's two distinct aspects. But when they come together correctly, that's what makes a good speaker. It's somebody who, as, as Mark Twain, who's a, a famous writer one time, said, the, the best impromptu speech I gave I rehearsed a thousand times. Nobody mm-hmm. good gets up to speak without preparation. And it's not preparing the night before you're giving a, a Shabbos talk. It's not just going over the Parsha and saying, you know, what am I giving over in, in, in this Parsha this week? It's understanding first, what is the need of my community? And then when you understand the need of your community, how does that relate to this week's portion? But then beyond that, how can I personalize the story? Personalizing the story is a very effective tool. And then beyond that, it's how do I structure my speech and then how do I perform it? So there's actually a lot of work that goes into it. Uh-huh. And it, this is something that even though you're getting up again and again in front of your same community in general, as Shulchan, we are speaking in front of our same community members week after week, Shabbos after Shabbos. You're saying that it's still, there's still a way to perform and, and to be where it's genuine, people appreciate it, and uh, I mean, even coming up with... I would imagine content. It's not just the words. Obviously, it's not just the words you're saying, but also making it personal. Right. It takes a, it's a lot. Right. But what I have noticed, and I, I would, even though I don't look like one, I would consider myself a junior shliach because I speak at all these different Chabad houses. You know, it's interesting in communities that there are, as you know, there are many individuals with 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 different issues, and then there's an there are sometimes overriding issues, so it never becomes stale. In every community that I have been to, whether it's, it's somebody who has gone through great tragedy in their life and is now just coming back to Yiddishkeit, or whether it's, uh, you know, people who are, are struggling with assimilation, or 
these are different community members have different issues, and, and the job of a shliach is to week by week connect with each and every one of those souls in a real way to inspire and to impact them. So it doesn't become stale. Even though it's the same community coming in, it doesn't become it doesn't become stale because if you're a good speaker and you're passionate about what you're speaking about, even if you're directing it to one person in the audience, the whole audience will be impacted by it. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a shliach specifically who I spoke with about you, and he was saying how much you helped him out in his own shlichus in his own speaking skills and his communication, and one of the things that he shared with me was that, that uh, <clears throat> you share with him the point of sharing personal stories in your own life, how one of the ways of connecting with people is by making it personal, meaning a lot of times we don't want to talk about ourselves, but actually it's a great tool to talk about ourselves. Do you, do you want to share I'll, something about that? I don't know yes, if it's something I'll give, you, I'll give, you want I'll to get into now. Example. I'll, give, I'll give a great example of this. Yes, this is critical. It's, it's a very big part of, of, of how I help people. And it's, it really comes down to emotional honesty. When you're really honest with your audience, when you trust your audience, they're going to trust you. And I'll give you an example of this in my own story. When I speak at different Chabad houses, and I had to ask my wife for permission, I speak about a very trying time in my life when my wife had numerous miscarriages. Now, I speak about this point because I'm getting to the other side of this point where even throughout this difficulty and this pain, I had tremendous faith when I speak about, this, when I speak about the issue of faith. Now, to the outsider, they say, oh, my goodness, he's bringing up miscarriages. But when I'm in that, on that stage, if you will, and I, and I get really personal and I have tremendous emotional honesty, there is complete silence. Because when you get to that level, when you're really honest, when you dig deep and when you're opening yourself up, they're going to open themselves to you. See, that's what a lot of speakers don't understand. If you're going to get up there and if you're going to say it by rote, they're going to tune out. But if you get up there and you, and you say, even subconsciously, look, I'm going to lay it on the table. I'm going to be honest with you. This is what's going on in my life. These are my own struggles. These are my own difficulties. They're going to listen up and say, oh, my goodness, this is real. I'm not being talked down to. I'm part of the conversation. Do you understand the difference? I'm not being lectured. I am part of the conversation. I have a vested interest in the conversation. This conversation impacts me. It affects me. So, yes, when when I helped out this specific Shriok, it's about digging deep and being real and and really being vulnerable. Now, a lot of people are uncomfortable with being vulnerable, but when you are vulnerable, when you're emotionally honest, that is the route to true connection. And the way that yeah, no, and I see this. I see this in my own community. We have a, we have someone who's a a great um, uh, motivational speaker and coach and and uh and he writes a, a weekly email that goes out to thousands of people and one of the amazing things is that he is that he he has real emotional honesty he shares stories that the average shliach would never even think about sharing because it's it, it's uh-huh. personal why would you share it it shows struggle it shows 
weakness that you would think even, and, and yet he communicates so well with people because he has the ability to do that, and he has a strength. It actually takes a lot of strength to do that, um, but the, the results uh, are, are, are amazing. Yes, and, uh, you know, it, it's very interesting. One of the stories that I love that I heard about the Rebbe was that, and, and the Rebbe, I think, understood this, and when you get to, let's use fundraising for an example. You know, the Rebbe never asked for anything, but people were willing to give him everything. Now, why is that? The reason is, is because he connected with people. It's a very simple, it's a very simple thing. He connected with people. Each and every person that came to the Rebbe, he connected with what they were going through. Now, obviously, the Rebbe is on a completely different level, but I use that as an example here. Because the point is, is that when you develop true connection, when you really develop emotional honesty and true connection, then it takes your entire community and the community members to an entirely different level because they, they have a vested interest now. And what I have found is, is that with the good speakers, with the good speakers, they're able to share somewhat of their personal stories inspirational stories, whether it's a story of them going to the airport and putting tefillin on on somebody on a plane, and it was the first time they put tefillin on in 15 years. You know, we've all heard those stories. That's one level of a personal story. The deeper level of a personal story is when you talk about your own life and, and where you have come from, and, you know, whether you're from for birth or, or you, you you know, some shliaks who are about shubas, everybody's interested in, in what I call character development. Who is the rabbi? Who is the rabbi? And, uh, you know, in my own community in Bell Harbor, I've been blessed to have Rabbi Lifsker here, who's actually a very good speaker. And one of the reasons that, I, that, that he's a good speaker is that he's able to really bring up, you know, personal stories, his own struggles in building the community here. Um, and in, in front of a crowd of hundreds, he's able to connect a lot of people. And, and it, it's crucial to be able to, to do that, to be able to stand up in front of a crowd and say, this is who I am, and to be honest with what you need. Be honest with what you need in the community, especially for the smaller uh, communities that are trying to grow, that need resources. Don't be afraid. Talk about the needs. Talk about the, the – the, uh, the merit of Sadaka. Talk about your own struggles to be in that community. When I was helping out one shliach who's in a, you know, a very remote area, you talk about what you've given up to be there, how you've left the comforts of, you know, Crown Heights, and you went to the middle of nowhere. Why? Because you want to impact. Talk about that. Don't shy away from that. That's what I'm talking about with emotional honesty. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about what it is that you offer to shluchim, because I've heard from a number of shluchim um, about how you've helped them in their shluchas. So maybe you could share with us what it is that you offer to the shluchim. So if there was a shliach out there who's interested in working on this and working together with you, they could yeah. connect with you. So first of all, let me give you my email. It's roshlow770gmail.com. That's R-O-S-H-L-O-W-E-770gmail.com. What I offer is several things, but, but primarily is there's a, a structure package where you'll basically learn structure and, and performance within these four sessions and go from 
a, a position of, of really fear to freedom. You'll be able to really maximize your opportunity. But if anyone wants to contact me, they can email me, and we'll discuss that further. Amazing. Okay, so before we end off, are there any last thoughts that you would like to share with Shluchim before we wrap it up? Yes. Maximize your potential. If you have a fear of public speaking, don't give in to the fear. Take the opportunity to make yourself the best shliach you can possibly be. And in my opinion, it begins with knowing how to connect with your congregation. It's the most important thing because from this level of connection, everything else will flow. The money will flow. Community unity will flow. The inspiration will flow. And unfortunately, there are many people who are in this position, who have been given this great position by God to impact other lives. Because at the end of the day, why are we here? We're here hopefully for 120 years, but our overriding mission is to uplift and to impact the world. Each of us in our own way. And if we aren't doing that because of our own limitations, we just came out of Pesach, then we're, we're back in Mitzrayim. Liberate yourself. Liberate yourself from your own limitations and find freedom. Thank you, Rosh, for sharing with Shluchim about your Hatzlacha and unique mm-hmm. approach to the art of communication. Once again, we really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. This is Dovi Shapiro, and if you have any ideas of any other Shluchim to interview in the future or any professionals to interview in the future who can help Shluchim in specific areas, please let me know. Send me the contact information, and it may just be the next podcast. Wishing you a great week and uh, all the best in your shluchas.